0: The Weekly Dish Podcast is brought to you by Lake Winds Co-op in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. There's no membership required to shop at Lake Winds; All are welcome. Check out lakewinds.com, and if you can't make it to a Winds, please visit your local food co-op in the neighborhood near you. A couple bars and cards. I always buy cards. I do, too. And I just want to tell people, if you are thinking about Valentine's Day shopping, literally the chocolates here are a... Delicious. Listen, they are a cut above. I mean, like you yes. can't find them anywhere
1: else. Like when we're talking, and we say this every year, and I think it's warranted to say it every year. Do not buy your loved ones crappy chocolate. No, like don't buy the big stupid heart because of <laughs> the, the big wit- stupid the wit- Whitman sample. Don't buy that <laughs> Russell Stover crap. Listen, if you want to say something that, about the person you love, about the quality of your love, don't. I mean, give them good chocolate.
0: Yes, because Doesn't why wouldn't you? Know, um, there's so many beautiful, there's, there's, um, dark chocolate here. There's chocolate with hearts on it. There's caramels. There's toffee. Yeah. And the cards here too are the always The cards are fun. a stitch. I'm looking at this card that's right behind me that says, I friggin love you. I yeah. have a friend that says that all the time. That's going to be her Valentine. Her Galentine. Her
1: Galentine. I know the Galentine thing is like big.
0: It is like, I feel like Galentines is almost as big as Valentine's. Yeah. I do, too. Yeah, because it's fun to recognize your peeps. Well, and it's, you know, a, a marketing opportunity.
1: <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> Which is fine. But I also think I do think that there's the idea that, you know, and as a single human who does not have, you know, a significant figure in my life, a sig fig, I kind of appreciate the fact that it's not to me Valentine's Day. I don't I don't sit in a corner and feel like oh this isn't a holiday for me. I mean right. love is love is love is love all around. Give it to people you just barely know. Give it to everybody. You'll get it back. And I also
0: think your self love is important. I do your, love myself. Your what do they call that? <laughs> what does Julia call it? She calls it self. I uh, jeez, like there's uh, like uh, a, a name or.
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You want to call me arrogant okay journalist that's so funny i don't know no it's but i do i do think that you know if you are if you don't have someone who's gonna give you a gift this year i saw this woman on twitter bemoaning her birthday and that she was single and no one was gonna get her something and i thought babe i even when i did have somebody i had to get myself something that's right (laughs)
0: because i wanted the things that i wanted to have so if you you come on board today and visit us you can register to win a beautiful box of Rocher chocolates. Ooh, well done, you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's that um, one you see the commercial for like around Christmas time? Oh, the
1: Ferrero Rocher. Yes, Rocher. They have, a, they have a commercial out right Rochers. now. Do they? Like, oh, God. As I was watching TV last night, they were like every five seconds. But these are better. These are beautiful little hazelnut chocolate sort of truffly things. And then they're coated in hazelnuts. And it, they're just, it's just these little lovely balls of
0: good. Goodness. Hi, Ellen. Hello, Ellen from Max's we hear you on the commercials on my talk um Thank you, you for listening you're oh, like- <laughs> absolutely you're like our chocolate savant and you're a purist you said that you like really the dark chocolates but what are you particularly excited about
2: um I, well I am I am a purist um and I, but I do also like chocolate with um nuts in it yes and you do you are pro nuts in your chocolate i am pro nuts yep um and also i'm okay you know sea salt sea salt is a huge huge trend yeah um i'm not a huge sea salt person but i do like spice in my chocolate i'm with you yeah a little cinnamon a little
1: garam masala something like that
2: yeah we have a couple bars with things like cardamom yep yep i mean delicious yeah
0: are there um so if people are buying for a gift yes like should they just go for the like heart shapes and the pretty hearts or do you encourage people to get a little more adventurous in their gift giving
2: um, it really depends on who they're giving for and what that person likes what you know So we have like I totally agree with you uh, Skip the heart-shaped box unless it's the box of delicious salt caramels yeah. in the heart shape
1: if you that's but, the thing, is like <laughs> if your loved one is expecting a heart-shaped box And that's like the thing that will turn his or her crank crazy. They have great heart-shaped boxes here,
2: right? But I would prefer to get chocolate maybe with a little heart deck if I was gonna get something that was really themed um, that I'd rather get something that has a little heart on it and it's just about the delicious chocolate.
0: You know what we did one year that I would encourage? It was super fun. My daughter is really into chocolate too. So I got a bunch of bars from here and we broke them up and we had kind of like a little like family taste testing
2: Great idea. after
0: dinner and we just sat and each had like little squares of the different bars and talked about this is what we do at home. We talk about the flavor <laughs>
2: profile. But I you know, we sound 7. like 5. such dorks. No, that's do not think? a dorky thing, uh, unless I'm just a fellow dork. But I mean, I like to do that kind of thing too. And one of the things we have here that I think is different are chocolates um, made with beans from different countries. Yeah, I, I that. bought that for my and, daughter. And a lot of them, a lot of the chocolates are either actually made in that country. Um, but it's kind of fun to taste the flavor p- profiles of different beans. You know, people say, like, what's the difference? And what's the big deal? about a bean from Venezuela as opposed to a bean from Madagascar and there is a difference right and it's it's a fun thing to kind of experiment with. Yeah yeah. I bought that for LA one year for that exact
0: reason it's they're like almost like Ghirardelli square sort of size but they're all different types and flavors and it has a little description about the, where they're from well, it it also, fun.
1: yeah and it also helps you kind of really understand chocolate because I think that you know we've grown up on the Hershey you know bandwagon which is the strangest chocolate in the end, bitter. It's 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 made to be sour on the end. You know, yeah, like that's an intentional bitter. thing, which is fine. And and uh, but it's just that there's so much more in the world of chocolate than what I think that Americans understand. So that's kind of fun.
0: I want to encourage people too to come here. Your jewelry, I always buy jewelry when I'm here, and the reason I do is because it's very unique. It's high um, high style, I guess is maybe the way I would describe it, and it's very on trend. And you have a lot of just really beautiful pieces here. Thank you. So if you're buying jewelry for your lady.
1: Well, or yourself. Or I yourself. Mean, honest, or your like, man. You and I walk around here and it's like, what are we getting for ourselves? It's true. You know, it's very true. Okay.
0: I, got, I always get myself a valentine. <laughs> My <laughs> husband actually said, he goes, oh, are do, you broadcasting at the yeah. jewelry place today? <laughs>
1: do you just double up. Do you get yeah. to like pick one for him to give to you
0: too? No. Oh, no. Okay. I just give it to myself and I say, you don't have to do anything fancy. Just, and... Yeah, my husband's been sick too, so I'm like just grateful that he's right. doing okay. And oh, yeah. yeah, it's been kind of a lot, of, a lot of sickness out there, you guys. What is your? Don't you have like a magic elixir stuff that's honey and cayenne?
1: Yeah, we do. We sort of have the witches brew. We call the food witches up, and we all kind of put it together, and it's basically like. You know, there's like ginger. The, the key is fresh ginger. Okay. Like you've got to get some good grated fresh ginger in there. And then you need like lemon and a little bit of pepper and a little honey for the throat. And I mean, I might throw some whiskey in there. It just might happen. I actually had a hot toddy at happy hour last night. And that's just the way it's going to go. You know, All but right. it is one of those things like that's the kind of thing you need to kind of burn it out of you. Fresh
0: ginger is the key it is the key. Um, what are, in terms of jewelry, I know
2: I'm all over the place today, today. (laughs) but in terms of jewelry, Ellen, are there trends that we're seeing? Yeah, there are. As a matter of fact, I just got back from five days in market. Um, and I will tell you that everybody is layering everything. So one of the trends is little, little necklaces, little rings, but like lots of them. Also, there's a lot of, um, ear party kind of thing going on. So for people who have multiple piercings, yeah. we're seeing just a lot of single uh single earrings up one ear and totally un you know, mismatched different set of earrings going up the other ear. And oh, people cool. are calling it an ear party.
0: Yeah. An ear, so party. an ear party. Okay. Yeah.
2: So, you know, layering has always been a thing. But I mean it's just more, more, more. And what I've noticed um and what I saw a lot of while I was in market was just a lot of just small, small types of things so that you could just keep throwing
0: it Delicate. Can
1: I be honest? that I I mean, like the whole mismatch earring thing was a thing I used to do all the time because I just didn't understand why we had to have symmetrical stuff. you
2: trendsetter. Well,
1: and then, and then I stopped, right? And then I was like, oh, I can't find, okay, I'll just put these in. You know, and then it just kind of goes that way. Uh, yeah. But all during college, I wore totally yeah. mismatch. I don't wear the same color socks either. You know what I mean? The idea That's that fun. everything has to be symmetrical is not a part of my life. I am an Aquarius, let's be clear.
0: That's funny. I know. All right, so small, delicate, layering, ear parties. Yep,
2: a lot of um, rose gold. Okay. A lot of rose gold. Yep.
0: All right, so you will yeah. find all of those things to put your trends together. There's so many beautiful necklaces here. They really we are, are here to help. I know. I think I'm doing a necklace this year stuff. So okay, keep, keep on it.
1: Well, come down and visit us, you guys, and remember to register. You get a, we can register for a free box of these
0: Rocher. Yeah, and we're here, so come talk come to us. Come hang out. Come hang out. It's great. It's fun. We'll be right back. Okay, ladies, what shows are we all watching? What are we binging on? I make so it great, great
2: British bake-off.
0: <laughs> At my talk, we all have different tastes, different
2: schedules, different roles. It's what makes the station so fun. But one thing we all have in common is a little less fun. We as women are all at risk for heart disease.
0: Heart disease is the number one killer of women, but 80% of heart disease is preventable. That's if we make time for ourselves and take charge of our health and make better heart healthy choices. February is American Heart Month, so it's time to go red for women. Let's all do what we can to prevent heart disease and stroke. For some heart healthy tips and events going on to raise awareness and funds, go to heart.org slash twin cities. Hey Minneapolis,
1: smart speakers are so smart they know how to be radios listen to my talk on yours for some tips on enabling your amazon echo go to mytalk1071.com keyword alexa
2: it all comes back to you
0: Yes. The Weekly Dish
1: live at Max's. From
0: Max's. We are having a great time. Uh, we are here with all the jewelry, all the chocolate. If I'm sounding like as the, the show goes on, I'm going to get a little more wired because I've had three pieces of chocolate now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, so there's that. I feel
1: like I've been not been out of the house for three days. So like I'm really excited just to talk to humans.
0: Um, Hello. So, Stephanie, did you by chance get to watch the freezer video? No. No. I didn't. How how are Where's you? Where's the freezer video? Okay, this is going to be epic. And in the break, I'm going to make you watch it. Okay. So, here's what happened. You challenged me for freezer February. You said You first of all, we this talked This was
1: months ago where I was like, "You should just eat your freezer down."
0: That's right, because both of my freezers, my chest freezer in my basement and my side-by-side were completely full. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's a great idea, I'm gonna do that, Freezer February. Well, before Freezer February started, I had a, a Sunday afternoon of soup making, where I made 45 mason jars full of soup. I made like five recipes of soup. I just felt like making soup. No, I had, you,
1: you need to analyze this. Why did you do that? Because you knew you were about to eat your freezer Probably, your probably. Your subconscious was basically bulking up even more than you ever
0: needed to. Probably. So I got to the point, like, where I literally didn't have one more mason jar to fill, one more Tupperware container, like, I am full. So I'm like, okay, freezer February starts. So you said <laughs> you should do an inventory yes, of I,
1: your freezer. I meant a printed inventory. Did you just do a video?
0: I did a video oh, and
1: life, I wrote it down. Okay. Part of it, because she X's no, out. And can I tell you why? <laughs> Was it Kurt? Can I blame Kurt for the video? For the filming? Yeah. Yes. Okay. We, Kurt's not allowed to film you anymore. Because I had half a head. Not only that, but he was like way over here. Have you watched it? (laughs) Have you watched your own video? Honestly, have you watched your own video? Yeah, I think I did. Okay, because it's like he's on your arm; it's way over here. Okay, your face isn't in it.
0: Yeah, Kurt was doing it, it, and And he was sick, so he coughed three times, and I had to like try to edit out the cough. I
1: I was getting too dizzy, and I had to exit the video. I'm remembering this now.
0: All right, but it was before
1: I was sick, so you know.
0: I literally pulled everything out of the side by side. Okay, and it was like five minutes of pulling things out of the freezer. And it was very elucidating. Very illuminating. Yeah. Of A, what I eat. B why I am the way I am. Oh,
1: I love this. This is excellent.
0: And I still need to do the chest freezer, but I have to wait. And I'll have Kurt do it when and I'll tell him not Can to you keep get moving Ellie to around. Come over? Yeah. It was um because that freezer's full too. Yeah. So I just I think I don't like to throw things away. Like I know. When I have little dribs and drabs of things, I make stuff. So if you give me like chicken breast and scraps of vegetables, I will make three different kinds of soups. You know what I mean? So I have tons of pesto. I have tons of like hunks of different kinds of meat. Like maybe we made a roast and I'll like cut up the leftovers and then I make
1: it. So it's all like leftover, like kind of junk?
0: No, it's like ingredients. Okay, but uncooked yes okay or cooked meat that i'm gonna put into something okay like i had chicken um i had a base for chicken curry i had a base for some stews like i don't have like frozen food like normal people have frozen never
1: thought well i mean i guess i thought you would have like portions of yeah like if you had if you made like a big old lasagna in my mind i have you would have half a lasagna. In your fridge, yes, because you, freezer because you'd eaten half of it and then you're like, let's freeze the rest. I just I had tons of yeah, so that's what I figured, and I also figured you would have yeah, like I figured you would have like cuts of like you maybe had like a bunch of hamburger and like you froze half of it and you made half of it.
0: I never make hamburger, okay, but well, I, I mean like yeah, meat. like I have tamales, I have leftover yeah. meatballs, I had leftover macaroni and cheese, I have okay. literally a gajillion because you have of been soup. making
1: two big Pesto. Of portions probably freezing the rest of it yeah probably because okay. i still
0: just... like we i always cook for four even though we're a family of three and then we had two now yeah. we're down to two yeah so anyway getting the entire okay. freezer like pulled out was like whoa look at that and it just kept going it and, was amazing
1: and you made a list
0: you did okay and now i've been eating the list
1: can i ask you was there anything you had to throw away no that was like this is way too far gone freezer no. burn and everything else no
0: really no because Like I don't, I don't get freezer burn really. Really? No. Uh -uh. Like sometimes some bread croutons will get a little funky, but I just still put roast chicken on them. Yeah. Um, So anyway, we've been eating down the freezer. Okay. And it's been going good. But the most shocking questions I got about on the video about it was people were shocked that you can freeze in mason jars. Oh, really? Because I make soup and a mason jar is a pint, which is a two cups. So it's and there the perfect, are different
1: sizes of mason yes, jars. Yes, there
0: are. There's so, ones that are four cups too. Yep. They're quarts. And
1: you have the little ones and you have like yeah. the jam jars just so you clear that's all different.
0: It is very easy to freeze soup in a mason jar and it's portable and it's great to bring to work because it's already in the jar. So people were like, don't they break? S- here's, there's a couple of things to know about freezing in soup in jars. First of all, you have to leave an inch and or inch and a half of a headroom, they call it, at the top. So that when the soup expands, when it's freezing, mm-hmm. it doesn't blow the jar. Right. So that's number one. Number two, I set it on the counter and I let it come to not all like room temperature, but I let it cool down. I don't go right from hot into the freezing cold right. freezer. Right. So that's the other piece. Then when I'm heating it up, I just put them in the microwave. I take the lids off and I put them in the microwave and I heat the soup up. It's actually super handy and they stack really nice in the freezer. How long does it take you to heat from frozen though? Like in the microwave? four minutes maybe. And you have to keep stirring? Not even really, no. Really? I usually walk away and I come back and it's done. And I then I dump it into, you could eat it right out of that jar or I'll <laughs> dump it into a coffee cup usually. Yeah. Um, The other thing about the freezers is the wide mouths work best. Yeah. So I use both the ones they call it shoulders where they have the ridges. The wide mouths work best because they're less likely to crack. Hmm. But I use both. And even if it does crack and sometimes they do like sometimes I bought a, I got a bunch of jars at a flea market. So some of them are kind of old. Even if it does crack, it cracks clean. So if I pick one out of the refrigerator or freezer, sometimes the bottom will like come out, but it's frozen and it's a clean cut. Yeah. So I throw it away. I don't eat it. Right. But it's not like it shatters or makes any kind of mess. So, I would say, I get a uh, one that cracks maybe every twenty five jars. Yeah. Not even, not even that much. I think right. I've had it happen a couple times. Right. But so you can do lots of like freezing gravy. I put gravy in jars. I put uh, nuts in jars and freeze those. Grains and like risottos and things leftovers, I put that in jars. I put in jars more than I do Tupperware. I
1: think I think most people don't do jars because you have to store them. Then you know what I mean, like having a, yep. you have to have space for jars which don't stack like Tupperware, and it's sort of like yeah. No, I'm just trying to think like why do why did we move to
0: Tupperware instead of jars? I don't like to heat things up in Tupperware because I don't really like the plastic part that kind of bothered me from yeah. Just cooking with all the I don't, plastics.
1: I don't really use the microwave other than to like reheat my coffee or tea if I need to. Mm-hmm. And then like for popping popcorn if I need to. Or, but like I don't, I don't, I usually, and Jake kind of laughs at me for this, but I, I plop things into pots on the stove all the time. That's my preferred form of heating up. Sure. So sure. like I never, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's why I was like, how long does it take you to heat a soup in the microwave? Because I just. I actually take my jars and put them in warm water to f- to like loosen them yep. and then I put then I put it in the pan. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So but why anyway, don't I? I don't know. I mean, I'm for it. Yeah, I'm for it. You can freeze in the jars. I Mason put my jars. ice cream in ma- when I make ice cream, those always freeze in a better consistency in glass than it does in in
0: paper or plastic for me. Oh, that's interesting and so i've always put my ice cream in mason yeah and you can get plastic like screw lids yeah. or you can get the metal lids i use both and i just would encourage people to try it um we're so gonna how come many, back
1: so how many soups oh wait we're gonna come back in a minute
0: well we're gonna come back and i'm gonna talk about some of the best soups i i'm working on some of the best soups in the twin cities but also i've just made a crap ton of soup and it's february we eat soup we do we'll be right back we're live at max's come down and register to win some chocolates 1071. Everything. A million dollars isn't
1: cool. You know what's cool? You. A
2: billion dollars.
1: Entertainment.
0: Hi, this is Ellen. weekly dishers. Thanks for those of you that have shared with me how much you love Lakewind's Co-op. It's been such a blast to share my Co-op love with you, and so many of you are discovering and ordering your favorite Co-op items from Instacart, which I just love. If you're looking for local sustainably raised meats, cheese, or eggs, like Larry Schultz's eggs from Oatana, or Peterson Craftsman Meats from Osceola, Wisconsin, they raise these delicious, shaggy, furred, longhorn limousine beef cattle. You can Find it at Lake Winds. It's my favorite beef. And for over 40 years, Lake Winds has been supporting your local farmers. No membership is required to shop at Lake Winds, and all are welcome. Lake Winds is in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, Richfield, and you can always get delivery from Instacart. Find recipes and community activities and events at lakewinds.com
2: rest don't matter, yeah, the pain could feel, the glass could shatter, let it rain,
1: cause you and I remain the same. When there ain't a crack in the foundation, baby, I know when it's gone, we're piercing, will over while we stay, but the house
0: don't fall and my bones are good. Mm. Welcome back to The Weekly Dish. It's very super on this Saturday at Max's. Oh, my God. We are looking forward to meeting you guys. Make sure that you come down. You can register to win chocolates. You can also shop for the beautiful jewelry. And, again, they have really great greeting cards and just fun gift items for Valentine's Day. And the shop girls are going to be here after us. So you can come down and visit all day and register. We would love to see you. Okay, Stephanie, yes. as I've continued on my soup journey, soup journey, I've been instant potting. I have been slow cookering because I'm getting ready to do a TV segment on Monday for soups. Mm-hmm. And when I was on Fox, I think a couple weeks ago, Kendall, Jason's partner, asked me what my favorite like. She was like, where do you go for pho? Like, I want to go have some pho. And where do you go for ramen? And she was like, oh, and what's your favorite, like, tomato soup place? Like, she likes soup. Yeah. So I just said, well, I'll just do a soup segment when I come on next week. So she's like, yes, do it. So I started researching and thinking about, like, what my, like, and I always think it's weird to say favorites, because soup, like, you could go into a chef's restaurant and have an amazing soup, and then you're not going to have it there the next day, Right. right? Because there are a lot of times seasonal but just in general, like thinking about soups, can you like if someone said, where's your favorite place to go for soup? Would you have an answer? Um, but I mean,
1: it would have to depend on the kind of soup because. Well, and that's how I that's, decided to break it down. Yeah, because like tomato soup. Yeah, I love the tomato soup at People's Organic. Love it. Okay, and I've never favorites. even had that. Oh, my God. Well, and it's like downtown. It's what, And actually, the Nordstrom Cafe used to be my favorite, but People's Organic. And if I, you're saying soups, ramen is the soup that I eat the most, probably. And that is, you know, Zen Box is my That's favorite That's on my ramen. list for ramen. And if I was pho, I would say the Mungtown Market is my favorite pho. And I would say Chicken Wild Rice is... Uh, Capital Grill.
0: Or no, Cap- I'm sorry, St. Paul Grill. Okay, so yeah. okay, so on my list, okay. I have St. Paul Grill. Yep. Their wild rice soup has sherry in it, yep. which to me like makes it over the top it's just a little bit better so than good. traditional yeah and Lund's and Byerly's too if you're buying frozen soups that frozen you Lund's and Byerly's is great it
1: is it, it passes I'll say that when I was sick this week I did go get the chicken wild rice soup at Byerly or at Lund's and Wyzetta because I needed
0: it I needed it yeah and it's always good yeah. and it's always something good to have in your freezer <laughs> yes well I just bought it fresh <laughs> uh, alright also if you're doing pho I still really think my favorite pho is two places one is I Pha saigon yeah and that's on university and they have fabulous banh mis too and they have three size bowls their large bowl of pho feeds a family of four literally um so that's interesting and then the other place that i like to go i don't want to pho- share
1: soup i'm just gonna go on a limb here and tell you something i don't want to share soup i'm not sharing soup with you either but like i've watched family family of
0: four we're all diving, diving into, this into soup. the soup.
1: yes we're not doing that yep you and i are not doing that
0: uh, the second place that I like to go for pho, and this is a little bit fancier environment, is non-bistro. Yeah. And they have a great uh, pho there, too. Their broth is different. It's a little lighter. Is it? A little... Um, it's delicious. Yeah, it's super delicious. I don't know, it's I don't know, know if I call it or not, but I love it. It's not as rich, but it's equally flavorful, and it's a little different spice. Mm. Um, it's more like Chinese five spice a little bit. So that would be um, the soup at non, mm-hmm. Then Zenbax, I yeah. have for ramen. Also, uh, this one because you used to work here. Where's your best place for lobster bisque?
1: Oh, you're gonna say Oceanaire? I am. I don't. I don't love lobster bisque. I love clam chowder okay
0: i have that too on my list clam
1: chowder at Oceanair was the bomb the bomb.com
0: they have i think the amazing lobster bisque yeah. and it makes sense because they have all the shells right
1: yeah i mean lobster bisque for me is not a soup of choice oh, because yum. it's too I love lobster bisque it doesn't pay off and it's just a little bit too rich in that way it's a more like a sauce that's how i feel about it. Is it is kind of like i feel like, like, a like a i sauce. should have spaghetti with it and i should have like sauce that's funny yeah
0: it is kind of like a sauce because then they usually serve it over chopped lobster or put chopped lobster on the top but um uh this is a soup that i think i've had with you that i was like oh i forgot about how good that soup was the pheasant smoked pheasant soup at feller at the Laura hotel in stillwater i have no memory of that oh it i had it and i've had it like twice It's kind of like a wild rice soup, but it's earthier, smokier, and it's thinner.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've had that soup. And there's huge chunks
0: of smoked pheasant in there. That's kind of a dark meat that's super flavorful. Bird, bird, bird. Yeah, so that's a good soup. Um,
1: What about French onion? Let me ask you that.
0: Okay, I have that on my list. Who's yours? Salut. Oh, is it? I just love their French onion soup, yeah. I'm a big Belcor fan, obviously. And I probably would Mm. like theirs, too. I just, I'm not out that way as much. Right. Um, I love the French onion at Salou and I, they serve it with a little baguette with the unsalted butter. It's okay. like a perfect lunch.
1: Can I derail you for a second? Yeah. Can we talk about is chili soup? <laughs> is chili soup? Is, is stew soup?
0: What's, okay. Chili we, is soup. Chili stew is, is not soup. What Stew is I stew. I would
1: absolutely reverse that decision. Surprising no one listening to this show. Really? Yeah. You think stew is not soup but chili is
0: soup yes why i don't know (laughs) you have to have a reason you don't get to you don't get to like when you go to a restaurant and they have like the soup of the day they would have like maybe chili and maybe clam chowder they don't have like stew i think nobody thinks stew is soup wait you said they may have chili they may have clam chowder but they don't have like beef I think, stew as a choice in the soup category. I that's think that a meal. They, well, no, no, no. Well, you're saying soup is not a meal? No. I, okay. I'm saying if you're just looking at the delineations of a menu. Chapino is a soup. No, that's a stew. Chipino? 100%. Is a stew. Yeah, it is not soup. It is a soup. No, it is not soup. Yes, it is. It is soupy. Minestrone? base. Is not soup. So, wait. Wait, yes it is! Okay. Wait,
1: soupy? Like, is your definition of soup that it has to be, like, thin and watery? No, because stews
0: are thin and watery. There's just things that are stews and things that are soups. What makes a stew? Mm, Hunks (laughs) of protein and... a sauce. That's a stew you're saying? Yes. So like chicken okay, and wild Okay. Why rice? do I have to do so this? So what with is you? the
1: difference between soup and stew? In theory, a soup is a combination of vegetables, meat or fish cooked in a liquid. A stew is any dish that's prepared by stewing. That is, the food is barely covered with liquid and simmered for a long time in a covered pot. This is via Taste of Home article. So, chipino then would not be It's a, soup. a stew. It's a combination of fish cooked in a liquid. They're cooked in the fumé broth. It's not covered and stewed halfway, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but wait, chili, how does chili inf- factor in that then? Oh my god. We Can say? we
0: just move on, please? I'm, I'm going I'm to kill sorry. you.
1: I know I was going to derail you. It's funny. It's Stewing interesting to think about. Barely covered with liquid. Okay, this Nobody's is Not barely covered because you're cooking the meat
0: this segment that we're doing right now is like, if I was going to describe the weekly dish to someone, I this know. segment would be it. I know. We talk about things. You have an firm opinion. I have the opposite opinion. Then we must research and yeah. we must share our research online. Yes. And I'm bored by the time we get done with the research.
1: Yep. That's it. <laughs> but don't you think people listen to us? And they're either yelling at yes. you or me and they're like, yes. March or Hansen. You know, yeah. One of the exactly. other. So I feel like, you know, that's how we align.
0: We talked a little bit about tomato soup. Have you had the tomato soup at parallel? That's just a little coffee shop nope. over off of mm-hmm. Holden. I haven't. Oh, it's so good. Is it? I and but, I don't even know why it's so good. It's just and it doesn't have cream in it at all. It's no, just
1: And that's the thing. Like tomato soup, I just want a tart and tangy tomato soup. I want it I don't want the sweetness. Like when people put the sugar in it or too much cream. Right. I'm against that. I just want a really good tart,
0: like tomato basil. Um I like the pozole at los ocampos yeah i also like i like i had a hard time finding a solid tortilla soup to recommend oh because i've had good tortilla soup at alberito i've had good tortilla soup at uh la cucaracha i've you know but like can you think of like a place that like you would
1: ever order tortilla soup
0: oh i order it all the time yeah
1: that's never part of my life
0: Yeah, Tejas used to have an amazing tortilla soup. I miss them for that. Yeah,
1: I mean, Elizabeth Reese, she always talks, whenever she's on, she talks about her mother-in-law's And we've posted that recipe. Um, What about chicken noodle? You haven't said, like, the classic chicken noodle.
0: Okay, you know why I haven't said chicken noodle? Well, do tell. Because people like to go to Cecil's Deli for chicken noodle. I don't eat chicken noodle. Chicken noodle's not my jam. Oh. I never would order it in a restaurant. My mom would make it with those delicious frozen... Um, noodles that are like the thick egg noodles. I don't even Reesers. I think is the name oh, of the brand. I don't know. And I, I would like it when my mom made it, but I just, yeah, I'm not it's a not chicken soup person. Yeah. I like chicken vegetable soup. I like southwestern chicken vegetable. I don't really just do chicken noodle.
1: I made chicken rice basically, which yeah, is chicken noodle with rice instead.
0: I always would do that over a noodle. So good. Um, how about and I? This is like a variety place, but I the some of the best soups in town are at Certix Cheese Shop. And you wouldn't like think that that would be like, Mm -hmm. they're amazing. And they have a calendar that they have a PDF of on their website. And it for the whole month lays out every day of soup. You cannot believe the soups that Mary Richter is making in that place. Really? Oh yeah. And you could go every day of the month and there's a different soup. There's always a vegan option. It's just, it's incredible. The soups that they make there, like they do a creamy shiitake mushroom. They've got lentil, uh, gumbo they also have um, black bean they just their soups are amazing
1: um, did you know by the way that our friend JD Hovland who is on Twitter and on are you going to mention that that go ahead he's doing um, a whole I mean his whole winter of soups situation
0: and he is the guy that we had on that did a chicken wing uh, exploration winter last of year wings right yeah. he's
1: done winter of wings he's also done another one that I can't remember but he does these sort of deep dives into one thing and um he's he yeah he so he's on soups so right now you can go and you can watch him eating all these soups and like he, he puts breaks, a picture of yep. the bowl
0: on instagram and talks about if breaks he liked it, it. yeah and
1: everything else so that's kind of if you're looking for different ones he definitely will seek out all the soups.
0: He's eating a lot of soups, too, that like are international that you're not familiar with. The
1: barilla is one of my favorites that is at this place, the Taqueria uh, Los Cuatro Milpas on East Lake Street. And it's this barilla. That is this spicy sort of, it's a consomme, so it's like a brothy, but it's got that stewed meat in it. Yum. And it, you can do lamb, you can do beef, you can do goat. And it's this beautifully like thin but spicy soup. Oh, it's so good. That will clear you up. That
0: will kill, that will I love kill that. your sinuses and open them up. I love that. Yeah. All right. So that is the soup situation. Uh, We're going to go ahead. Oh, clam chowder. Just get to that one quickly. you liked like I like Kincaid's clam chowder and it's thinner. Yeah. I don't like that super gloppy, like where you feel like
1: potato soup. Where? Anywhere? Do you ever get potato soup? I love potato
0: soup, but I don't get it anywhere. I know. Do you have a place for that? No, I make it. (laughs) Well, it sounds delicious. I only ever
1: make it because I only like the one
0: I make. And I like corn chowders, too. I do not. I'm not a big corn chowder. Oh, there's so many good corn chowders. All right. Soup, soup, soup. That's the soup. We'll be right back. We're at Max's. Come by, register to win a box of chocolates. Get yourself some jewelry, some cards, some chocolates. We will be here all day. We're looking forward to meeting you.
1: Missa put you in timeout this week? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk Keyword Podcast you to stay, beg you to
2: stay, yeah. Sometimes you're a stranger in my bed. Don't know if you love me or you want me dead. Push me away, push me away. Then beg me to stay, beg me to stay, yeah.
0: Everybody and welcome back. You're kind of getting the show behind the show. I think you can hear me saying, "I don't know what we're doing next." <laughs> oh, really?
1: Well, you know, you yeah, know, it it, yes, it's
0: your day to lead. You get to be wherever you want to be. Well, and you're live, so you're in between shopping, you're right. eating chocolate, you're talking to people. um Okay, Steph. Yeah. This is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show, and it's kind of challenging to do calls anyway but we're getting new phone system I think apparently and Rob is covering for hope so we're going to just do some of the questions that have come in yes and then we're going to talk about some of the stuff you have been gathering for Valentine's Day in the next hour In the next hour we have some good Valentine's Zing
1: stuff for y'all
0: um an email came in just as I was driving here that I thought was kind of funny to read to you and I will do that let's see okay uh best french onion soup oh Oh. Anne has a recommendation for best french onion soup she says it's at holman's table go eat this soup oh i love holman's table that is the sweetest it's just a sweet little place but it's really beautifully decorated it's right at the saint paul airport which not the big airport but the small saint paul commuter airport and you can watch planes coming and going. It's very romantic there, I yeah. think.
1: You know what? That's the same people from Rock Elm Tavern, which we suburbs, we know this as Plymouth and Maple Grove. So I wonder if they have the same one there. Not you, No Hope? Not No Hope. Sorry. I like to say Plymouth. No Hope. Really?
0: Yeah. We just.
1: The We Subbers do not like you for that. Well,
0: my sister, <laughs> my sister lives in No Hope. So we always are like, OK, yeah.
1: come to No Hope. No. Um, nope. So but I wonder if they have the same suit. Okay. I if they do. That would
0: be great. Uh, here's another email that came in from Hannah, and she says, Dear Stephanie March, I'm not sure if you recall our awkward encounter yesterday at Station 81, but I'm the woman who awkwardly <laughs> introduced herself. She's so cute! On my drive home, I realized I had mistaken Todd Walker with Jason DeRussia. Oh. hence stating that you both have my dream job. Well, I wondered about why she wanted to have Todd's job. I may have had a total fangirl moment. Yikes. All awkwardness aside, what I wanted to say was thank you. You've been an inspiration to me for the last few years and you're one of the many reasons I went back to school in hopes of pursuing a career where I can put my passions of all things food, travel, people and writing to use. P.S. Stephanie Hansen is great too. You both rock. Have a great show.
1: Yay! Oh look, your eyes are... You guys don't know how many people yell at us by the way. (laughs) So like to get... And also I understand that you guys, there's lots of people who love Hansen way more than they love me. There's lots of people that love you way more than
0: they love me. It's
1: nice to have a note that says you love us both because sometimes when you say you love one of us, you kind of imply that the other one is horrible. So <laughs> I would just ask you if you're saying to write in to say how much you love Hanson, just don't say that I'm a curmudgeon <laughs> or a surly kind of yuck. That would be nice. Instead, say things like she's nice too. Yeah, I'll take the nice minutes too to, I'll even take she's interesting. That's fine. But that was a lovely note. She was a lovely girl.
0: You know, this is this is a weird like tangent but because i've been filling in for alexis for like six weeks and now she's back there's this idea that you can't like two people at once because people are like oh i love stephanie she's so great and i love alexis too but i love stephanie and she's so great or oh i'm so glad alexis is back like stephanie was fine but like i'm so glad alexis is back like i just want to let everybody know you can like us both yeah You can like us both for different reasons.
1: You're different. We're different. Everybody has their own value. Yeah. It's not like an either or.
0: It's an and. It's an and.
1: But in that vein, let me just say Hanson and I are not the same person. I write for the Minneapolis St. Paul magazine. She does not. So when you assign things to her saying, hey, I like you and or and I'm not on the Jason TV show she is you are on buzz 9 i'm on Nine. The buzz fox 9 true but the funny thing is it's how many people like like take all of our accomplishments and put them in a big bowl and just say that's the stephanie's yes you know? and this
0: is both professionally yeah i'm not this is and not listeners too like there are people in town that work in like public relations agencies. They're like, uh, "Here's something for you to consider for writing for the magazine." And she has to forward it to me. I'm <laughs> like, uh, "I think this is for you." But I love it when, and I can get that as far as like an email thing.
1: But I love it when they like they say that, like, "Thanks for your coverage on this this week," which I did, and then they go, "Hey, and if you want to podcast this and this and this, which is your gig," and it's like, "No, those aren't the same." Yeah, That's not the people same think person.
0: we're the same person anyway. So it's kind of fun. But I'm gonna say there's enough. We don't have to be coming from a place of scarcity. There's enough love for everyone. You can love Alexis and you can love that she's back and you can have loved me too during my time. It's all good. It is good. It is good. Okay. Here's another question. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I want to ask about that one. The mobile pizza. She says her son is graduating this year. Wants a mobile pizza oven at his grad party in June. Any recommendations? She's called a few left messages but don't really know one from another. Well, red wagon pizza. I don't know if they're doing mobile anymore. Really? Yeah. They were so good at it. Well, they have a restaurant, so I know that they, they may do, maybe they do catering. Maybe that's the deal. Um, but I shouldn't say that definitively. If they do it, call them. They're wonderful. Um, there's blue fires or is it blue earth or blue fires pizza? Don't know. Yeah. They are very, very good. Um, I've had theirs before. um, and then there's one, sorry, I didn't even look this up. Wild
0: Earth Wood Fired Mobile Pizza Bakery.
1: Yes, that's
0: another one. That's really good. There's a blue one, though, that I can't think of that's sometimes parked outside.
1: But the Wild, the wild Earth one is really good, too.
0: Uh, yeah, you can request the Red Wagon Pizzas Brick Oven, uh, according to their website. So they have great pizza and that would be a good alternative. Big River Pizza is the one you're thinking of, I think, No, nope, it's
1: Blue Fire Pizza. Okay. It's Blue Fire Pizza and it's a truck.
0: So it's a mobile truck specifically.
1: Also Vesuvio's. Have you heard of them? I have. I've heard good things about them. They do wood-fired mobile pizzas. Yep. Yep.
0: Definitely. And Red Rover Pizza also does um, wood-fired. I don't know about that one. So there you go. Okay. Uh, Donato's wood-fired pizza. There's an ad for that. Anyway. Okay. That's your wood-fired pizza situation. And if you're thinking about food trucks for grad parties, you guys think about it and start calling them now oh because God, yeah. it gets starts to get really yep. busy
1: and now is the time when they are more likely to answer their phones i would think
0: yeah because it's so. a little bit slower so all right we're gonna go ahead and take a break and when we come back we will do our top two an hour two and we've got one more question that we'll answer for you yeah i think that's a good one to answer yeah we're at max's you are welcome to come by come and register down. to win come and meet us shop for some jewelry you and get yourself some valentine's of
1: chocolates people come on down